Hello, and welcome to the You Seminar. My name is Terry, and I will act as your soul guide as you develop your young personalities, discover your spark, and eventually acquire your Earth Pass. By the time you leave the You Seminar, you will be a fully developed soul, ready for the journey to life on Earth, where you will likely be a human, or maybe an animal. We're not really sure how that works, so good luck with that. I will now pass you along to my brother Perry to introduce the episode. Banter Movie Club proudly presents Soul. Hey Wes, uh, do you have a soul? Well, Perry, I may be bald, but I'm not a I'm not a ginger, so I do indeed have a soul. Where where does where do personalities come from? Um. Well, there's the whole, like, environmental influence, nature versus nurture thing, but also sometimes I think we just have little orby things that pop around and then the great creator, whoever they may be, just shoves us into places to give us whatever they want. Oh, neat. So... What do you think? Personalities? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of... I feel like they're more, like, acquired through circumstance. That, that's nature versus nurture. Oh. Science. I I really don't have much of an opinion on this. But we're reviewing Soul as a BMC, so, so now there you go. Yeah, which means we've watched it. Uh-huh. So now we're experts on Souls? Experts. I suppose so. Yeah, I, um, I feel like that's what that means. Sure. Yeah, Soul is basically a documentary about actual how people, like, the reality in how People live, die, and get personalities and whatnot. Exactly. With so exclusive interviews from Terry, Terry, and Terry? No, Jerry, 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 and Terry. Oh, yeah, that too. This movie, Soul, was supposed to come out in June or July, and it just came out on December 25th. Mm-hmm. And I watched it on December 25th with my family, but I wasn't super invested then because, I don't know, just a lot of people in the room, so it's hard to really focus. But you also watched it then, right? I don't remember. I think I watched it on the 26th. I think I did. I think it was the 26th. Did you watch it by yourself? I did. I watched it by myself on my phone. Uh, on your Oh, nice. Nice. But then I watched it again on a TV. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I also rewatched it yesterday. And also definitely better on the rewatch, able to focus, able to pick up some of the themes. Agreed. Agreed. Um able to formulate questions of potential Things that don't make sense as well. I mean, this movie definitely takes an interesting turn. It's it's beautiful. It's deep. It's probably the least kids movie of any Pixar movie, I would say. You think so? Would you agree? I mean, um, the themes of it are the themes of it are really pretty. I would heavy. I would say Inside Out isn't super kid like, but then again, there is maybe it is because they're like in a kid's brain mind. Is mm. there is there some kind of like crossover between Inside Out and Soul? Do you like have a soul, but inside the soul is the Inside Out people? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say no. I am gonna say yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about the the like zone and all the stuff with that and like getting in the zone? Uh, it's like I feel like kind of close to I, death, I guess. <laughs> you're like close to death, but also the peak of living. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying guess, is, yeah. what we need to do is make a Venn diagram 
between life and death, and then the only thing in the middle is the zone. The zone. And also, yeah. like, like the really good unhealthy food, you know? <laughs> like, excessive, like, in the middle of the zone, in the, mi- in the middle of the Venn diagram would be excessive amounts of Chick-fil-A and the zone. The zone. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, I got to do some background on this movie, Wes. Yeah, you, sh- you probably should. Pixar's, what, 20, Soul is Pixar's 24th movie, I believe? It's incredible. Good for them. Okay, this is the 23rd Pixar movie, the I jo- believe. It's, it's the Jordan movie. It's the Jordan movie, and it's directed by Pete Docter, who's actually their, like, like executive, or, like, the guy running Pixar right now as well, but he, he came up with this idea after Inside Out, um, and then it was co-directed by Kemp Powers, who really didn't have a lot of experience. He... He um, was a writer for a Star Trek Discovery TV series, and this was his first feature film that he directed. He also wrote a feature film called, I think, like One Night in Miami that came out this year. But yeah, Pete Doctor came up with the idea after Inside Out. He was kind of trying to decide if he wanted to make any more movies, um, but then he started pondering where human personalities come from and how that all works, as we all probably do like normal human beings, uh, Pete Doctor described Soul as an exploration of where should your focus be? What are the things that at the end of the day are really going to be the important things that you look back on and go, I spent a worthy amount of my limited time on earth worrying or focused on that. Uh, the main character, Joe Gardner was actually, uh, originally they, they wanted him to be like a scientist, but they ended up making him a musician because they figured it was like easier um, to root for a musician and uh, just kind of fit better with the theming. Um, they could put him in New York City. They could. They eventually made him uh, African American, so that and went with the whole jazzy uh, vibes. Uh, Kemp Powers joined the project originally for just 12 weeks, just to lend experience at first in the development of the African American lead. But he was eventually promoted to co-director, which he is, by the way, Pixar's first um, African-American director. Wow. So that's cool. Um, but he actually based a lot of the character of Joe off of his own life and then even went above and beyond his own life to give him kind of more extensive experiences that kind of can go beyond and, and relate with more people. He was quite instrumental, Powers was, in presenting an authentic depiction of the black community and as well as Joe's relationships with them. So I'm thinking of like, you know, the barbershop scene, you know, that's that scene was Kemp Powers. Like he he basically brought the authenticity to that scene and the relationships with his mom, with his mom's like workers, employees at, at, Mm -hmm. at the shop, like things like that. And the musical sequences were actually the, those are some of the coolest animated sequences of the film uh, because like all the piano, like the keys he's actually hitting are mm-hmm. like the actual keys. And, and it's just incredible. Kind of reminds me of Coco when when Miguel was was actually playing the guitar and and mm-hmm. the fingerings and the uh, the pickings were the same as they they would be if he was actually playing the music on a real guitar. Um, so animation is going places, uh, basically, and so yeah, for sure. Those sequences were animated from musician Jean Battiste. Uh, he did some sessions um, for the animators to use as a reference, and then he composed the like jazzy 
parts of the film in like New York City. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross composed the score for the like soul world. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's done pretty well, I would say, considering. You know, it having to only be released on Disney Plus. I think I saw a stat that said like 13% of Soul viewers um, supposedly had just started their Disney Plus subscription um, like oh. that week. So a decent amount of people just getting Disney Plus subscriptions so they could watch Soul. Pretty successful, pretty big deal. Um, first Pixar movie did not get a theatrical release, but. Uh, not bad. Not bad. So we'll get into this movie a little more. Wes, why don't you talk about Soul in in uh, in Wes's words? Of course, I would love to. So, in the beginning, there was the word a music teacher, but he's not actually a music teacher. But then they try to make him a music teacher, and then he's like, "I don't want to be a music teacher." But everyone else, and by everyone else, I mean really just his mother, is like, "Here's what you need to be a music teacher." And then he, all he wants to do is be a jazz musician, to which I was thinking, what? Why is your goal to be a jazz musician? You have to really, really love music if you're going to settle for your dream to be a jazz musician, because nobody is going to ever know who you are. But regardless. Ouch. And then... He gets an offer, and then he is just strolling along, living his happy life, and falls who knows how many feet into something. And all I could think of was, I've been falling for 30 minutes, as one Loki would say. <laughs> and then he lands in a world that, to me, looks like something Dr. Dr. Seuss would write up, and uh, gets involved with this very kind woman named jerry and her like five or six siblings also named jerry um except for the uh, one sibling whose name is terry well, so are they even siblings though because they basically said they're like the embodiment of like just energy of the universe but in in like, a form that you can understand like they're not yeah they're it's like the trinity <laughs> yeah they are one but they are they're like angels it's listen it's it is like a it's like a three in one um Body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. It's three different products, but in one bottle <laughs> and in one solution. Right on. That is what they are. Um, and he's very, very self-centered in getting his dream. So he makes up a plan to get back to Earth in which he starts impersonating a child psychologist and gets paired with a brat that seems to be in her tweens, but is also voiced by a woman in her late 40s, early 50s. Um, yeah. And this is in the, in the like... Soul universe still in the great. Well, not it? yet quite in the great beyond. No, but it's in the, not called. They're the in great, like in not, between or it's whatever. It's not called the great beginning either. Um, oh, the U seminar. The U seminar. That's what it is. You're right. Um, so they're in the U seminar, and he gets paired with this brat, and she basically says, um, "Hi, we're not gonna do this. I made Mother Teresa cry." <laughs> <laughs> and then he agrees because he doesn't want her to help her either he just wants to help himself and so that sets them on a journey to get her a ticket to earth so that he can take it and then they end up in earth and he ends up as a cat and she ends up as him that must have been super awkward uh because she had to bathe him mm. i don't really want to even think about that 
Um, mm-hmm. And then she also becomes a little selfish because she thought Earth was this horrible, horrible place. And he didn't really disagree. But once again, he just wants to accomplish his dream. And then she's like, no, wait, I want to live. And he's like, no, wait, I want to live. We can't both live. And then they kind of fight about it. And then um, they have to go in and out of the zone where they meet a hippie pirate who would rival one Captain Jack Sparrow. And he is like swapping them in and out of the zone. And it's just really whack because he can also get himself in and out of the zone and understand what's happening inside. So he's kind of like a force ghost also, I would say. (laughs) And then eventually they both get yeeted back to the U seminar. The brat decides she wants to live. And then because he did such a good job and five of the all-powerful beings spoof the other one but yet they're all the same ah uh, Terry, poor terry and then he gets another chance and then it's a very wholesome ending yeah yeah man so first that well done thank you thank you i just gotta say this movie beautiful yeah. deep pretty funny um what was your What was your favorite joke or pun? Because I know what mine is. Oh, the Knicks joke. The Knicks joke. Yes, the Knicks joke. <laughs> the Knicks joke. When they're in the zone and she's like, "Watch this! I've been I'm messing, messing with, with this, this team, team for, for years. years." And so she like chucks like a rock at this basketball player that's in the zone, and then he, and then he pops the out of the zone, and then it's like misses the dunk, and you hear in the background like a Doris Burke the voice saying, Knicks. "It was Doris Burke, I believe." And the Knicks lose again. <laughs> <laughs> That was my uh, favorite joke. My second favorite joke so was when she said, I washed your butt for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the joke from the pirate guy who's like, I was once a lost soul. Tetris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so good. So there, there was some good jokes. I will say that it, it wasn't as funny as a lot of Pixar movies are. But um, it had some good jokes. Had some good jokes. Good, like, honestly, kind of, like, pushing, like, pop culture jokes or something, like, yeah. some of those are. I feel like, like, the Knicks joke kind of pops you out of the movie into reality of, like, oh, yeah, the Knicks suck. So that's hilarious. Yep. Um, even though they're four and three right now, surprisingly, and they just beat the Pacers last week. But that's beside the point. I would say the the biggest thing that this movie just didn't have for me is just that that grabbing interest factor. The best Pixar movies just have this interest factor about them that just has me glued to the screen. Whereas with Soul, it kind of moves slow from uh, from some different points. Just a lot of development, a lot of development of character, a lot of development of the U seminar. Uh, didn't have the just grabbing um, hook for me of like I've got to stay glued to the screen. I pretty easily, especially the first time watching it, pretty easily like saw my attention wander and then even the second time watching it uh when i was really trying to focus there was a couple times where i like picked up my phone and then i was like wait i gotta focus because i actually want to know what's going on but like it's it just doesn't grab you in the same way as an incredibles or inside out or um monsters inc you know some of the best Mm mm-hmm movies that really just grab you with something big right away even when spoiler joe uh falls down into the hole manhole and dies um, kind of dies 
kind of dies. Like it's like still pretty s a slow development, trying to figure out what actually went on. And so I think you lose interest a little bit because you're like, are we ever gonna get to figure this out exactly what's going on? Because it mm -hmm. takes so long. Um, Perry, I yeah, wanna, go ahead. I want to ask you a question because this is kind of coming to my mind. Do you think like you had a harder time staying drawn in was because it was only released on a streaming platform? Uh, I, I definitely can focus better in a movie theater. Yeah. Like I've, I've trained my mind at this point to like, when I'm going to the theater, mm -hmm. I am, I am focused on the movie I'm watching. I, ne I just don't feel the need to pull my phone out. It stays in my pocket. Right. Um, and it's just like that's I'm focused on the huge screen in front of me. When I'm sitting on my couch, though, it's a it's a little harder to stay focused. Yeah. So I, I just I just wonder if if you would have that same feeling had it been a theatrical release also. Yeah, that's a decent point. That's a decent point. Um, uh, yeah. And I don't want to like sound like I didn't like the movie, but uh, that is to me that's what separates it from the best of the best Pixar. Even sure. though it's it's really really good and you can see the 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 depth of the movie and the characters and the themes and the the just colors are fantastic and um i've i heard someone today on a podcast make a make a prediction that it will get a best picture nom this wow. year not just not just best animated picture best picture so we will see about that yeah i'm not putting it with the elite of the elite at this moment in my mind sure. I, I still have some questions about you know some of the plot uh some of the things that happened in the plot with the going back and forth from the U seminar and whatnot but mm -hmm. anyway what did you think what's your overarching just kind of feeling about it so every time i think about it i kind of feel like my my big negative is i feel like they kind of reused an idea with inside out hmm it kind of feels that way to me like the kind of like the the U seminar type world is kind of very similar to the Inside Out one. It's kind mm. of like the the being inside of a human rather than being the human and things. But it looked fabulous because you know Pixar. Yeah, you get Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Yeah, that's an incredible duo to do a movie with and i gotta say i think the year of 2020 in onward and soul are the two best endings i've seen in a pixar movie <laughs> wow so you you these two are very high on your two, the pixar the list endings wise not necessarily the whole okay. movie but like as far as like the end of a movie these might be the two i'm most content with Okay, so you really like the the ways like I'm gonna go live. Yeah, and the whole now, second chance that, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there was a bunch of different variations to the ending of uh, Soul, and some of them had him just going into the great beyond. Some of them had the movie ending with like Joe getting a second chance and then meeting twenty two, mm -hmm. uh, who who goes into a you know human soul, which maybe is a baby. I, I assume, right? Um, how would they meet? Uh, you know, how would that all work out? I don't really know. A lot of questions. Probably too complicated. Probably why they just went with the route they did. But yeah, it's it's a sweet ending. It gave me a little bit of the chills of like, especially okay. I think the the most emotionally gripping part for me 
Uh, there's a couple that I that I especially on the second watching. The one where he's walking through basically like his life in the U seminar. Mm -hmm. They're looking for their spark, looking for the spark for her, yeah. and he walks through his life, and you just like it is made to look like he didn't do much. Yeah. Like he sits in front of the couch. He clips like he's in the background clipping his toenails. He's sitting alone at a diner. Uh, he's doing laundry. You know, just like he is made to look like he did nothing. Is ha had a sad existence, and so that's kind of yeah. That's that's tough to watch him like walking through his own life yeah. and realizing this. And then the other thing is uh, after he gets his his big break and he plays with Dorothea Williams. And he realizes, kind of like Tom Brady after he won, uh, I don't remember which Super Bowl, maybe just his first one or one of his six, one of his earlier Super Bowls when he was interviewed and he's like, is this it? Is this the best thing in life is winning Super Bowls? And I've already done that, you know? And mm. and it's, it reminded me of that uh, with Joe Garner because then he goes back to his apartment and he's, and he's questioning everything and he's playing the piano and he's realizing, wait a second, I just devoted my entire life to becoming a musician like i just wasted so much good like that's that's the central theme to me mm -hmm. is like is that you're like your passion is not your purpose yeah he wasted like there was so much good in his life that he overlooked because he was so laser focused on being a musician yep and nothing else would would leave him feeling accomplished as a as a human so I think th when he was playing the piano there, right before he goes back into the zone, and you just see it in his eyes as he's playing, it's like he's realizing, man, this isn't what life is actually like. Uh, my purpose is not right. Like my purpose is to live, not to just be a musician. That's one of my passions. But anyway, so that's cool and relatable, I would say. For sure, for sure, for sure. Before we rate the movie, I do have a couple questions. Uh, things that I was, a couple plot holes. All right. Uh, uh. first of all, plot hole number one. Um. Are are there different types of souls for animals? Or like does every soul that just flies down to earth there could they go into anything like is 22 guaranteed to go into a human? I don't know. Cuz then there's the question of cuz then how's Joe just pop into a cat? And then why did the cat soul get yeeted but we had never seen yeah. we, didn't, we did not see any cat souls going into the great beyond when he was in the mob. Well, actually, so the cat soul. So this was also. I was questioning this immediately after he, he, went into the cat. I was like, "What happens to the cat soul?" And then you see a little clip of the cats, the cat soul going to the great beyond. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so the cat soul is dead, <laughs> but then later, when the cat Joe, is back. <laughs> yeah, the, somehow the cat has a, a soul in it again. So maybe the cat does really have nine lives. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe Terry fixed it. <laughs> Terry fixed it. Yeah, figured out something. I don't know. The little little hole there with like yeah, all the like souls. Like, are they is every soul in the U seven are just for humans, and maybe there's a separate one for for animals. I don't um, know. The other another one was like, why. Does Joe still have the Earth Pass when he comes back through the zone? You know? Like, he uses the Earth Pass, right? And then he goes to Earth with mm -hmm. 22's Earth Pass. Yeah. Gets back in his body that he had died a second time, essentially. 
This time because 22 slipped in like the subways and hit her head or something. Yep. And so he goes back to Earth again with 22's Earth Earth Pass and then plays the concert and then gets in the zone and then from the zone he goes to find 22 and give her the Earth Pass so that she can go live her life because um, he's already had one and it's like okay but where did you get the earth pass you used it True. you can't just go because then why couldn't you just get a bunch of earth passes that way because then you could just go back into the zone right right because you were in the zone right your your soul's still in the zone right no I don't know that's that's what that's where I was confused I was like if you go into the zone then you should be able to go back through the zone it all doesn't make a ton of sense but it's one of those things you're just supposed to kind of let it be, I guess. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? We don't get it, and we probably won't. Yeah. So, I'm just that guy that watches movies critically, and also, so I here's, happen to point these out. I don't know if you think this is a plot hole, but not everyone becomes a mentor, but it seemed as though everyone gets a mentor. Hmm. So but, are you, is that they, yeah but, is but that they, saying that way more people are dying than are are about to go live basically? I don't know, but then? they but they also <laughs> painted the picture the picture that you only mentor one. So like maybe they just have like a stash and they're just only admitting so many. I don't know. I don't know. That's true. The numbers don't add up. There's one missing. Yep. I will find it. Uh, cool. All right, time to rate this movie. On the hot, on the rod hot, hot rod scale. So I was really looking at this like in comparison to Onward. Okay. And I would say this movie, I'd say Soul has a lot bigger chance of like winning awards than Onward. It's more artistic. It's got more, like a lot more just depth and uniqueness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more like visual eye candy. Yeah, sure. I, would, I, I think. But I, I, I think Onward's enjoyment value is a little bit higher like it's a lot funnier I, I think onwards a lot funnier because of the voice actors and the characters in it so I, I would probably lean at this moment in time into putting them in a same in, in a same boat Wes of like about the same rate rating of movie and so I'm gonna have to put I'm gonna have to put Soul as not a straight up party, but uh, a Cool Beans, a firm, solid Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Uh, yep, Perry. I am going to just very quickly agree with you and give it that Cool Beans. Also, okay. because, like you said, it wasn't as fun. Did you give Onward a five out of five straight up party? I want to say yes. Okay. I uh, I have right now Onward as my fifth slot uh, out of ten BMCs, or BMs as Corey calls them. Yep. As you, as you guys will hear next week, that that's actually I'm gonna probably cut that out because it will make no sense to you guys. Um, I would probably right now put Soul at number six, just behind Onward, and just ahead of Phineas and Ferb, Candace Against the Universe. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. But you know what it is better? F- it is much We need to figure than- out exactly what your rankings are at some point. <laughs> okay, I'll just go through so that we can- all of them someday. Yeah. 
All right, so you got it as a cool beans, and I also have as cool beans. I feel like we've taught, we've had the same ranking for a while. Maybe I think it's because we tend after like the debacle of picking Hancock, we <laughs> we've kind of been picking good movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gave you gave Phineas and Ferb, Candace Against the Universe, a five out of five. Actually, I remember that's because that movie was fun, dude. It was so fun. It was so, so fun. It made me laugh so many times. You might have given... Did you give Treasure Planet a 4 out of 5? I gave it a 5 out of 5, I think. I Probably. That sounds about right. I, I think. And the Blade Runner, you definitely gave a 3. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Soul, soul is good. You should let it touch your soul. Yeah. Let it touch your soul. <laughs> All right, guys. That uh, that just about wraps it up for today. Um, check it next or wait i gotta look at the schedule figure out exactly when the next time they've got to check in with us i'm gonna say it is probably the next week here uh yeah so check in again with us next week as we bring you the uh we'll call it uh what i don't know what we're gonna call this episode but it's gonna be basically a, a recap of entertainment in 2020 uh basically the movies that came out in 2020 just what we watched in 2020 we watched so many different things tv shows movies etc and then just kind of looking back at the year now that it is uh it will be our first feature episode of 2021 um crazy that our first episode of 2021 comes out on the 19th um seems like a long time into the year but that's what we're we're doing and you guys are going to be okay with it so because yep. yep. <laughs> you we'll don't have a choice <laughs> that's right see you guys next week